This article was originally published on Popsara.com. Read this and more on our website. There's no reason to be a hardware snob. Well, okay, that's a lie. Better gaming hardware tends to yield better performance and thus a better experience. Sorry, guys, but the truth must be told sometimes. That said, in cases where it's not possible to make a decision on what hardware that runs a game you really want to play, some issues might arise. With Dragon Quest Monsters, The Dark Prince, we've got a perfectly cromulent RPG that runs into issues thanks to its creaky old platform. With his mother debilitated by an unknown illness, young half-monster Sorrow goes to his father, the master of monsterkind Randolfo, for aid. Not only does he not offer any, he curses Sorrow for asking. Now the kid can't harm monsters himself, which is quite the issue in a world-facing monstrous mayhem. That doesn't mean there aren't any loopholes, though, and Sorrow soon discovers that while he can't harm monsters himself, he's totally free to train up monsters that can do the harming for him. As a monster wrangler, Sorrow's going to have to climb the ranks of tournaments in both the human world of Terrestria and the monster world of Nadaria while seeking a way to get revenge against Randolfo. Oh, and if you've played Dragon Quest IV, Sorrow might sound familiar. Rest assured that this story's got a few more twists than you might think, and it's a tiny bit more dark than you might expect from a monster-collecting RPG. As with previous Dragon Quest Monsters adventures, the Dark Prince has you collecting a menagerie of monsters that you'll pit against other marauding mobs in turn-based battles. With over 500 monsters, you've got plenty to choose from. The best and the beastliest, though, are only available via the fusion of other monsters. As a result, you'll want to keep a constant influx of new recruits going, either by feeding them snacks, impressing them with your team's power, or, ideally, both. You'll explore a variety of fantastic landscapes with your entourage, most of which are the various tiers and circles of the demon realm Nadaria. Typically you'll clear out a tier of one circle, beat up a boss, then move on to the next circle before advancing tiers. It's a somewhat straightforward arrangement more like standard Dragon Quest adventures than the randomization-heavy exploration of former Dragon Quest Monsters games. There's pros and cons here, as while the more curated dungeon design is nice, it can be a drag to replay chunks of areas one's already seen. Collecting, fusing, adventuring, this all sounds pretty great, right? Well, let's knock out the Dark Prince's biggest issue, and it's probably one you're familiar with, the Switch just isn't able to handle this game the way it should. This isn't surprising, given the love put into areas like some of the candy-themed dungeons, but it's true regardless. This game suffers dearly for its platform, and it may be one of the least optimized games on the console. We can only hope there will be an updated release on better hardware at some point, spoiler, bet on it. If you can get past these issues, and there's a fair amount to get past, Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince is a rock-solid monster collector with plenty to offer for Pokemon and Dragon Quest aficionados. It's just a shame the actual experience is held back by the platform it's running on. As with last year's Dragon Quest Treasures, this is a perfectly enjoyable game that's just waiting for its chance to shine on some hardware with a little more horsepower. Thanks for listening. Read this and other articles on Popsara.com.